0: There is a fountain filled with blood Flowing from Emmanuel's veins And earth's plunge beneath that flood Lose all their guilty stains
1: All right, we are back to discuss the 2021 do theology hymns tournament that's taking place Uh, over on facebook facebook.com slash do theology you can see all the matchups and see where to vote there we have some interesting stuff going on in the second round the round of 32 where we have 32 hymns going head to head in 16 different matchups there are some predictable things happening of course the top seeds are doing really well it is well is up 127 to 39 over how firm a foundation amazing grace is up 146 to 23 over leaning on the everlasting arms a song that i personally like uh but uh, hey it's amazing grace and there's some interesting things happening too like holy 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 is only up by 20 over how deep the father's love for us so lots of interesting matchups going on but let's zoom in on some of these closer matchups Ken, can you give us a rundown on the latest?
2: Yes. Yeah, so we have four matchups in particular that are a little bit closer. We have a number two seed, all creatures of our God and King up over. Uh, no, it's down right now. 69 to 62 to Ooh, before wow. the throne of God above. Wow. So real type. That one's kind of been flip-flopping a little bit here as we've uh, gone along. We have number C3. Number what? What did number I just C-3. say? Number C3. Number C3. number three seed and can it be tailing a little bit behind there is a fountain 70 to 64 and then number four seed to god be the glory facing up against the old rugged cross and just has a just the slimmest of hair of of, of advantage right now 84 to 82 that one's that one's going to be a nail biter coming right down to the end and then we have this is My Father's World, the number six seed going up against, the song's trying to make an upset here. It's trying to really come in strong. There is a Redeemer. That one's a little bit, got. there's a little bit more of a gap there, but it's 83 to 72.
3: Mm, mm, mm.
1: Okay, well, we have our analysts back with us, Dustin Garrett and Stephen Duncan. Uh, I'll just turn it over to you guys for a bit as you want to chat through some of these close matchups and give us some insight here. What's going on?
3: Yeah, I mean, Stephen, I was I was flabbergasted that uh, this last uh, in the last round that the love of God was taken down by There's a Redeemer. Uh, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. We had a big dialogue about that last time, and it looks like uh, There's a Redeemer pulled off the upset.
0: Yeah, it did, and I I do think it comes back to what we talked about last time, just that. Uh, that familiarity and it turns out that there's a redeemer actually has some legs underneath it as well as it's it's making a push to stay in the game uh here in round two so Mm -hmm. you got to give props to that song it's there's it's got some legs under it
1: and and this is my father's world that it's up against that's a pretty classic hymn wouldn't Mm -hmm. you say i mean this is with there's a redeemer being so recent comparatively i think that's pretty shocking
3: it is. It is. I'm, I'm tempted to do There's a Redeemer this Sunday at church. Just swap that right in.
1: <laughs> Who cares what the sermon's about? We're, we're singing that song. We're singing
3: it before and after. But you know, it, it
1: applies all the time. And maybe that's part of the appeal is that, you know, it's a song that, that applies for all people of all times. It's about salvation. This is My Father's World, of course, does have some interesting parts. We were talking about uh, in the garden. It, this is My Father's World. Through the rustling grass, I hear him pass. He speaks Same. to me everywhere. Same theme. Same theme. Where people might be a little freaked out if you're a cessationist. Okay, he you hear he speaks to you everywhere, and you hear him in the rustling grass. What is that? In the grass.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's a serpent in the grass. I mean, "Ah." I I I have some of my sweetest. Uh, you know, talks with the Lord while cutting the grass, but I, I, I wouldn't say, I guess I hear him in the grass, but again, you're right, similar similar theme there, similar issues that come up. I think though, This Is My Father's World has made it actually into a couple of movies, and the, the melody of This Is My Father's World is, is really just a sweet, sweet melody. Um, it's, it's really good, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a Redeemer who goes ahead and just uh, keeps on rolling through.
2: I wonder, Dustin, if uh, if you might be stifling the Holy Spirit by mowing the grass because the grass can't rustle when it's so short.
3: <laughs> when it's and so that's short. It <laughs>
2: that's where he's at. I mean, I keep my I keep my blade height pretty high,
3: um, you know, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I did have a question. It just it just came up to me I, when you said the old rugged cross. Isn't there a, a team uh, called Old Dominion? Mm-hmm. isn't there an yeah. old dominion mm-hmm. uh so I, I i'm always rooting for old dominion i don't know if just because dominion is such a biblical word um speaking of speaking of cutting my grass that's how i like to view it as as exercising dominion over my yard but um but yeah the, the old rugged cross and to god be the glory what do you what do you think about that one steven i'm curious I, I got old rugged cross on that one but i i can see it going away I,
0: I also had old rugged cross on that one i was actually I'm actually very surprised that it's as close as it is. I mm-hmm. kind of thought that Old Rugged Cross had a good shot to run away with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I think this has become pretty clear, but I tend to give a bit of an edge to the more emotionally resonant songs. Mm-hmm. I, that was just kind of what I expect people mm-hmm. to vote for.
3: Yeah,
0: um, And Old Rugged Cross definitely, I think, has more of an emotional resonance than to god be the glory and i scrolled through the likes and loves on this one because i was curious and i noticed more people that i could identify as pastors or like Mm. church leaders voting for to god be the glory wow folks that i appeared to be just you know your average folks voting for the old rugged cross so i thought that was an interesting great
3: analysis to break down stuff yeah that's good. That's really good. You got you got uh, your
1: left brain people voting for it to God be the glory. Right brain people voting for the old rugged cross. That's personality <laughs> test.
3: That yeah, is. That really is. Uh, did you guys see that video where it's a, a worship service where the cross actually comes down and smashes the drum set? Yeah. I I secretly wish that they would have been singing the old rugged cross at the at this t- that that time. Um, that literally there was an old cross that <laughs> wasn't fastened correctly to the wall, but, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really curious
2: to see what's going to happen here. But, um, and again, that is our closest matchup, 84 wow. to okay. 82.
3: Well, and speaking of that, Ken, it wasn't there, was it the love of God, which matchup was it that one by one, and, uh, there would have been actually a tie if somebody wouldn't have, uh, would have voted differently. Is that correct? That, that was I? just
1: as I am and wonderful grace of Jesus. I okay. Believe. Yeah. And w- or and wait, no, wait, there? no, 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 no. I take that back. It was actually Jesus paid it all versus when I Survey the wondrous cross. Yeah. When okay. The wondrous cross won by just a single vote,
3: a single vote. And, and there was uh, somebody who voted with uh, neither a like or a heart. Yeah. They abstained. And that could have been the tie-breaking vote.
1: Yeah. Well, it could have been the tie making <laughs> vote. It, it could have uh, sent us into a triple overtime
3: situation. Wow. Yeah. Whoa.
1: He missed his free throw there uh, down the stretch. And that just <laughs> that's ruined what you it get for everybody. sitting on the fence. That's it. I
3: I wonder who that person is. I I, I'm t- I don't want to call them out here so that people go and look, but hopefully they yeah. are in sackcloth and ashes right now <laughs> well, uh, at their house.
1: But, you know, I think what plays into that and, and maybe that and maybe the current situation we're looking at, to God be the glory versus the old rugged cross, is the psychological effect of the seating. I've been thinking about mm. this. So if as you look at to God be the glory versus the old rugged cross, it's a four versus a five. What if the old rugged cross was a three seed and to God be the glory was a 10 seed? I wonder how psychologically that would affect the voting. Maybe the old rugged cross would be dominating the matchup, uh, Mm. but people are looking at it, seeing the numbers and that's maybe throwing them off uh, where they can't think as as clearly or logically because they're persuaded by the numbers they've been given.
3: I mean, I'm tempted to vote for the underdog on each one, Uh, but honestly, as I've been going through and voting, I pretty much just want to vote to make sure that my bracket is right, which (laughs) so far, uh, so far it's, it's hung in there, except for the love of God. That was an upset for me. So my perfect bracket is gone. So I might as well just Mm -hmm. hang on for the ride now.
1: Yeah, indeed. What what were some of those other close matchups there, Ken? Uh, There were a couple more.
2: So I, I listed the four off. Uh, we haven't talked about all creatures of our God and King up against before the uh, throne of God yeah. above. Again, we have one. Man, this is, this is like a, a, a tale of two worlds almost when it comes to ancient and modern songs. All creatures of our God and King has been around for forever. And now yeah. we have a more modern song before the throne of God above. Well, that uh, has hold on, hold your horses
1: there. Pump the brakes there, Ken. Uh, before the throne of God above was written uh, shortly after the Civil War but it was only made more popular recently. I think it was in our interview with Bob Coughlin where he was talking about that uh, those words were set to the tune of Jerusalem by by someone. And I actually have on hymnary.org, a very helpful website. It is. They show for each hymn, they show you actually a little chart about how frequently that hymn appears in hymnals. And if you look at Before the Throne of God Above, you get a lot in the 1870s, and then it dips and it's like, flatlining all the way until about the 1970s and then it really picks up and that's why it's become more popular in recent years is because someone threw a different tune onto it
3: well that's Ah. a great point jeremy there in regards to and this goes back to what i was talking about with uh, people's love of different melodies um sometimes and that's been happening a lot recently people will take an old lyrics and songs that are are timeless truths and put a new melody to it and it makes it more palatable uh, for for a generation that maybe it wasn't once or the, the message of the song is is what's needed for a specific generation because we know it ebbs and flows there's some generations that they're you know experiencing a lot of heartache and pain and sorrow and I mean you think about let's say that during the great depression as opposed to you know, let's say right after a war or something like that you know your songs are going to look different so that's a really great point And I I mean, But,
1: but with all that said, though, to Ken's point. All Creatures of Our God and King is coming up on its 800th birthday. So <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah,
3: yeah. 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 It's, it's, I mean, it's stayed at the top of, I mean, it's, I mean, we're talking about, um, you know, the froth of, of Christian songs. I mean, it's just right to the top. Um, but it's interesting. One thing just, and I like to point this out and and I I, I don't want to be uh, beating uh, the, the horse here, but both of these songs are structured in, uh, the same in that uh, they have verse one, verse two, verse three, Three. There's, there's no uh, real kind of chorus um, through these except for what's been maybe maybe added. Um, now, all creatures ever gotten King does uh, have "alleluia" in it, which is interesting. That's interesting. Don't get me started, I mean,
1: Dustin. Don't get me started. Yeah. <laughs> Alleluia isn't even a real word. Uh, the in Greek, it has a breathing mark, which transliterated into English should have an H in front of it. I always stress. The ha, whenever I sing that song, especially if I'm next to my wife, to remind her that that's not even a real word.
3: So I love that you're you're dying on that hill. Don't put the H in there. Put that in there. Uh, Whenever this guy's running slides, I mean, if 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 there's an hallelujah without an H in it at Payson Bible Church, somebody's volunteer time is up.
2: It's handwritten uh, in every hymnal in that song.
3: <laughs> no, but actually I, we did this song just not too long ago. And I remember it saying there's no other time in, in, in my vocabulary or even the modern vernacular where the word
0: hallelujah would make it in and make, make sense.
1: Stephen, what are your thoughts on this?
0: I, I uh, was just doing a little background research on uh, hymnary as well. As you guys were talking, because uh, I didn't realize that background information you gave about before The Throne of God Above. So that's really interesting because I was only familiar with it in its modern setting. So, really, both of these songs have the same structure, the same kind of origin, and the same retooling over the years. All Creatures is just, you know, 600 years older. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's kind of interesting. Uh, Dustin, I'd be interested to hear your take on this, but as a worship leader, I tended to shy away from all creatures of our God and King, depending on who I was playing with or uh, any number of more practical factors, because I do find that that song can be a bit challenging. Um, And even just from a congregational standpoint, if you don't have uh, a strong leader that really knows where they're going with the song, I feel like it can be a very challenging piece to do. Um, that That's kind of my take on that one. So I think before the throne of God, at least the most modern retooling of it, it's more musically palatable to a wider audience, uh, whereas All Creatures is fairly musically complex, I would mm, say.
3: Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, I mean it's interesting that the website Hymnery, uh, has come up multiple times. Big shout out to who are all the folks over there at Hymnery. Our, our, um, our good friends, good friends, not a sponsor, uh, friends of the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I actually use that website quite frequently for they they have a function on there where each song that's there has a scripture reference of of, of where you know they're getting the the ideas in the song, and I'll often um, for songs, especially at the top of the service, will put a scripture reference that the song is drawing from so so that way people can connect those dots and this song all Creatures of our god and king um you can go on to that website and look at scripture reference and there's there's a a number of 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 connection points and i think i found it helpful that um when i'm doing this song it's usually always at the top of the service and i always put a scripture reference because there's a couple of of a little bit i think um um deep cuts uh, uh as like uh the, what's the second verses him? they have the lyrics up there um um uh, praise him for, um uh it's uh sorry to gum this up but um like sun moon and rushing stars wind that
1: aren't so strong rushing wind that aren't so
3: strong and and i think it's in the psalms we're talking about all these different things praising god sun moon stars um, whereas if you were just jumped into a church service and there was no context to that and they're singing about rushing winds and, and things like that, you might be a little bit lost. So, yeah. um, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's going to that's be
1: an that. interesting matchup to pay attention to, uh, in the next 24 plus hours this all ends tomorrow night tomorrow being wednesday the 21st so we'll see what happens as more people get involved um a c- couple other ones we want to point out just as i am which spent it seems like it spent all that it had in the first round to make it past wonderful grace of jesus because it's getting destroyed by come thou Fount, 129 to 12 so uh it doesn't it doesn't uh have a chance but we do want to talk about the last close one uh, that is just in my mind very, very remarkable. There is a fountain is beating, and can it be right now? Wow. Seventy to sixty-four, and I, I voted for and can it be? It's a wonderful hymn. It's very boisterous, upbeat, lots of great stuff in there. And there is a fountain is just okay, in my opinion, guys. Mm. Mm.
3: That's a hot take. Uh, that's a hot take. I, we talked a little bit before this uh, this broadcast that there's a fountain it has kind of a bluesy uh, structure to it and that it repeats and it's pretty easy to sing along with though it starts off pretty hot with the with that lyric there's a fountain filled with blood drawn from emmanuel's veins but besides that it's 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 pretty uh, it's 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 an easy song to catch along with and people like to sing it out loud they 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 can anticipate where the song's going and i think that helps them to sing it and i i love the song it, builds. And can it be- it does build. It There's builds. a good build to that yeah. song. But
1: but the, the dungeon scene in verse three of An Can It Be, Thine Eye Diffused a Quickening Ray. <laughs> okay. But what does that even <laughs> okay. mean? What are we talking about? <laughs> my chains yeah. fell off, my heart was, <laughs> heart free. was free, I rose, went it forth, and followed. I mean, yeah. Charles Wesley was at his peak of him writing when he wrote And Can It Be. The
3: but here's the thing. I would like to know, Stephen, is there a way to sing that song without talking about diffusing, quickening rays? Can we communicate the same thing? I, I've had a hard time with that lyric of the song because I'm like... Huh okay is there any way i could i could set this up to where people are understanding what's going on there or should i just uh, 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 let them be in wonder and, and if they're so uh, inclined they can actually research that themselves and find out what he's talking about
0: i think you just own it and play right on through it and see yeah. what happens um, it didn't age well. that didn't age well you I, I, know. That jeremy it's my
3: hot take yeah
0: what I uh, what I have found is that it's more of a rare occasion when a worship leader actually goes in and explains a lyric or gives context to a more, uh, I don't want to say ancient form of English, but uh, King Jamesy, shall we say, whenever they actually take the time to explain what it means, it doesn't necessarily do anything in the context of the service other than like oh interesting oh, cool. interesting <laughs> can we sing the song now like we were going to anyway like so no true one, yeah. no one gets their their theology or their view of jesus redefined by the the history lesson of a worship leader it just does mm. not happen um Great point, but yeah. i am i will say i am surprised uh that there is a fountain is pulling ahead like this i am too um, and can it be seems like even though there is that interesting imagery in the uh third verse that we were just talking about it's i i group it in a similar vein as a mighty fortress it's got that very powerful mm. strong uh melody and and rhythm to it and it can and it sounds very powerful when done well yeah um there's a fountain does have a really high peak that it can get to musically but it also maybe has a slightly lower basement to it as well i've heard it done wrong several times Mm -hmm. um but it's interesting it's interesting that this song is pulling ahead of and can it be i did not expect that at all so props to there is a fountain
1: now let me ask you guys this Uh, we at our church we use the rejoice hymns it's uh the hamiltons and there's there's a lot of hymns in there that's it's a a good one-stop shop for a lot of hymns our version 111 of and can it be has uh, you don't go to the refrain amazing love how can it be at the end of each verse it mm-hmm. actually repeats so like the um mm-hmm. the third verse where it says my chains fell off my heart was free or rose went forth and followed thee the mm-hmm. refrain is also my chains fell mm-hmm. off etc., mm-hmm. etc. Cetera, et cetera yeah so mm-hmm. um the two different versions uh, do you think Uh, maybe that plays into this at all, which version you're more familiar with, if it has a classic refrain or if it has a repeating of the verse.
3: Yeah, no, that's a great point. There's a couple of these songs that I I, I would have to look at what they're escaping me right now, but where there's been a a newer retake where it's it's similar to the old one, but then they've changed it up a little bit and churches are still kind of in that spot where they're like, I don't know if we're going to do this one or this one. Some of them have just locked in and this is the one um, as somebody who's who who have been in a number of churches um, as I've moved throughout the country, uh, there's some churches that do it one way and, the, and others that do it the other way. And so it's interesting to see that, that and there might be some people who really love And Can It Be, but uh, if it's done a different way, they might be like, I don't know if I like that version, which is really, that's a quite interesting. That means they're that to some degree, they're loving the melody more than they love the truth in the song.
2: And I think we would be remiss if we failed to point out that the late, great R.C. Sproul, our dear brother in the faith, who is now a Baptist, Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) he objected to this song on account of one line, that thou, my God, should die for me. God cannot die. It is part of what it means in his nature, that he is God. And so he objected theologically to the song on the basis that God cannot die that it was Jesus' human nature that died well, on the cross and not his divinity.
1: And there's another line in that song, emptied himself of all but love.
2: Right. Uh, mm. Which we sh-
1: you should take a theological exception to. And actually the Hamiltons, I'm assuming it was the Hamiltons in this hymnal again, changed it to humbled himself in matchless mm. love
3: to Ooh. avoid that
1: theological Well played. Error.
3: Ah. Well, no we'll play. It. Yeah, I, I found a lot of these songs where there's issues that are there. You don't always have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. You can you can literally take a couple of words, switch it around, and nobody's going to come to you with pitchforks afterwards, and the song can still have its way through. But um, yeah, perhaps I, I the think... theological
1: errors. I mean, we've got a pretty smart audience, so maybe these theological errors are providing hangups
3: for mm. the voters. That could be, that could be, could be it. I mean, but the melody line in and can it be is rather, rather complex. So either you know it, or if, if if you don't know it, I mean, you're just kind of going, okay, all right, when's it going to be over? If you do know it, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm climbing, I'm climbing the ladder. Uh, We talked a little bit about it and, and when you get it, it,
1: it's it it's great
3: you get it it's like, a ah, ha it's great if not you're like oh okay that's pretty rigid
1: well let's let's go to closing thoughts now steven what do you got uh, to finish off your thoughts on this round
0: a uh, couple things number one you mentioned it a second ago but I just want to say after I very ardently defending and pulling for wonderful grace of jesus and having it lose to just as i am it is it feels great to see just as i am getting absolutely <laughs> trounced by come thou found you, you
1: came here to witness an execution today and you're glad to see it
0: <laughs> i did no cinderella did. story here
3: yeah. <laughs> no it, it came no. It, it came just as it was but it's leaving in a different
0: way <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. is still cleaning the floors that's it's beautiful wow and i was thinking of this as we were talking about it early early on but just sort of a a musical fun fact that i that i stumbled upon a few days ago but the first line of this is my father's world it seems like it was actually pulled out of this song and used in the hobbit theme from the lord of the rings franchise it is note for note the exact same Mm -hmm. and uh I don't know what the significance of that is, but it's something I noticed and I felt like that would be a fun fact to throw into the mix.
3: Love that. Very good. Dustin, well, yeah I just gotta say I mean I, I still think we gotta and you know keep our eye on I'm curious to see what's gonna happen with because he lives and crown him mm-hmm. with many crowns I'm really keeping my eye on that one um and uh, and and before the throne and all creatures I might be taking my I might be you know now that I'm looking at that I, I might actually you know have have, have sw- switched that around can you, can you switch your bracket once it's done it's done you got you talking it.
1: about your, your predictions?
3: my predictions yeah oh, you can't
1: switch it it's over
3: i can't switch it it's over it's already there yeah i mean, so just for those Ken's wife who, lizzie
1: lost a final four team in the first round and it's just that it is what it is yeah it's
3: what it is it she'll be singing it as well at the very at the very end <laughs> um, that was her well, choice and, that
2: was her that and was
3: her I, champion and i will say you know this is the last thing i mean hi amazing grace here here it comes here it comes um we need to have another one of these once amazing Grace, if amazing grace goes down um it will be it it will it's just going to be incredible because as i'm looking now amazing grace versus leaning on their lasting arms i I peeked into the likes and loves and i and i just couldn't i couldn't do it i i i (laughs) I, I was like oh yeah i just i figured they're just it's it's like one of those games you just know they're going to dominate so Oh boy. But, uh, anyway, I just, I'm so thankful you guys put this on. Thank you, Jeremy and, and Ken and all out there who are, who are engaged in this and what a, what a blast this is.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. We really appreciate everybody being involved for those who might be listening, who have not yet participated. What are you doing? Get on over facebook.com slash do theology, find the posts we have until midnight tomorrow night for this round to vote for these matchups. And we said, we got some that are really close. Your vote could be the deciding vote. So get out there and put in your ballot. Thank everybody for listening and watching and until next time signing off.
1: Um. Okay. Dun-na-na, so, dun-na-na. Oh, I about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got so excited because they destined.